Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crossover Across Time podcast. It's week 14, it's Wednesday, and as you can tell, uh, my voice and throat are completely messed up. Uh, I'm your host, Karsten. Welcome to the show. We're just going to have to keep things super brief. I'm not sure what happened. I honestly think it started at the end of Monday's show um, because we had a very long episode, and I could have hopped on today and said, we're not doing an episode at all, um, where I could have posted that on social media, but Monday night was so crazy uh, as far as games go, and Tuesday was intriguing too. So we're going to do the bare minimum. We're going to do game summaries-ish, and then we're going to do key news. I'm not worrying about audio drops. We're going to jump right into it. And again, I apologize for my voice, and I thank you for bearing with me as we do this. Um well, we'll just start with the big one. Embiid scored 70 in their home win against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, of course, a franchise record along with a career high for the Sixers. Um, he is the ninth in NBA history with 70. The third in the last couple seasons, which is pretty phenomenal. Goes to show the increase in pace of play. Also, fewest minutes played for a 70-point performance. Very impressive. And he joined only Wilt Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor to have 70 with 15-plus rebounds. Um, Just dominant. It was against the Spurs and against Weminyama. Of course, that matchup was hyped up. Had a bit of a reaction to, you know, sizing up Weminyama in person. But uh, he's a two-time scoring champ and a reigning MVP for good reason. And very impressive stuff for him. Not much more I can say other than that. Um, I think they had some, you know, a couple guys did all right, Maxi and Harris alongside him, but your guys score 70, um, fairly safe bet that you're going to win that game. They only won it by 10, uh, but they still won the game. And the other no- notable uh, high scoring game, and this is the second of, <clears throat> excuse me, high scoring games on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. Of course, that was a big thing for Joel Embiid. Um, notable as well for this player, Carl Anthony Towns had 62 at home against the Hornets. 44 of those in the first half. It's a franchise record for total points. This is only the fourth time in NBA history two players have scored 60 on the same day. Um, Towns joined, joined Damian Lillard as the only players with 60 points off 10 made three-pointers. Ridiculous shooting, especially for his size and position. Um, He became the first player with 10 made two-pointers, 10 made threes, and 10 made free throws in a game. So that's pretty interesting as well. Um, There was He only had four points in the fourth quarter, though. The Hornets had a 36-18 run at the end of this game to, to win the game and spoil it. Uh, spoil the fun for the Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards post game said that they were uh, pretty immature. They were unprepared for allowing that to happen. You know, he said as soon as Towns started just knocking down his first several, they just started feeding him the ball and trying to get him as many points as possible versus actually executing a game plan. Props to Miles Bridges, Brandon Miller combining for 55 in this game. Lamella Ball with a double-double. 
Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's a big factor. Anthony Edwards in the single digits. Um, maybe a touch of an alarming thing for the Timberwolves. You know, we give him a pass, I guess, for the moment, as far as yeah, you have a guy that's scoring high and they're still fairly young-ish um, in some ways. So it is what it is. Still a great game for him, um, but definitely a tough loss. You'd hope to be able to close out a game like that. Um, the Boston Celtics won in Dallas against the Mavericks. Um, Brown and Tatum and Celtics combined for 73. Tatum with 39 of those, 11 boards, three steals, two blocks, stuffing the stat sheet there. Uh, Brown with a pretty nasty... Uh, Crossover against Luca that dropped into the ground. Luca had 33, 18 boards, 13 assists for the triple double. Kyrie had 23, 20 off the bench from Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, you know, Mavericks, we know have been solid. Uh, but the Celtics, despite losing their first at home, they're still a great team and they've been productive on the road as well. Uh, so they get the win in Dallas. Impressive stuff. Uh, the other games for Monday. The Cleveland Cavaliers won in Orlando against the Magic. Um, that's their eighth straight victory. They have an average margin of victory of 22.5 points across those eight. So they've been very impressive. Um, the Bucks beat the Pistons in Detroit. Giannis with a triple-double, 31-point triple-double. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Raptors in Toronto. 108-100 uh, to 100 to final there. The Phoenix Suns had a comeback victory again. At home this time against the Bulls, 115-113. to 113. Durant with 43. Um, <clears throat> they came back from 23 points down. And Durant hit kind of a game-winner type shot towards the end. That's their sixth straight victory. And then the Sacramento Kings won at home against the Atlanta Hawks, 122-107. to 107, uh, To snap their recent losing skid. And then on Tuesday, five games total. First of those being the Knicks. Uh, well, not the first of, but the the two primetime national broadcast matchups for Rivals Week. Uh, the Knicks won in Brooklyn against the Nets. You battle of the Burrows. Um, Brunson and Randall with 30 points each in the game. Meanwhile, for the Nets, 36 from Mikhail Bridges. The Knicks had a 20-8 to run to close the game. Uh, that's their fourth straight victory and also their fourth straight victory against Brooklyn uh, in the games they've played. So New York wins that one. Your second primetime matchup, the LA Clippers won at home against the Los Angeles Lakers, 127 to 116. Um, for the Lakers, they were led by D'Angelo Russell, 27, uh, with 10 assists. And then Anthony Davis, 26 points, 12 boards. No LeBron in this game. Sat out with either an ankle injury or just uh, resting the ankle. Ned. Three other players and or four other players in double figures, but for the Clippers, um, pretty similar. Six guys in double figures. They were led by Kawhi, 25 points, 11 boards, 10 assists, two steals and a block, only his second career triple-double. And then James Harden, 23 points, 10 assists. Um, just slightly better in terms of the overall scoring the Clippers were, and so they got the win there. Your final games from Tuesday uh, the Denver Nuggets won in Indiana against the Pacers, spoiling Pascal Siakam's home debut for the Pacers. Um, Jokic with a 31-point triple-double. Jokic and Murray had 31 points each, but Jokic is 
uh, 13th, triple-double of the season, leads the league. And the Oklahoma City Thunder won at home against the Portland Trailblazers, uh, thanks to 33 from Shakeholders Alexander and a game-winner from Jalen Williams, uh, Santa Clara Jalen Williams. And then finally, the New Orleans Pelicans won at home against the Utah Jazz, 153-124. to That 153 is a franchise record for points scored in a game by the team. So there's your uh, game summaries from the last couple of nights. And then the latest news, there was a trade. Um, The Charlotte Hornets traded guard Terry Rozier III to Miami in exchange for Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first-round pick. Um, A note on that pick, it's lottery protected. If that were to fall in the lottery, it would then become an unprotected 2028 first round pick. Um, so either way, a valuable pick for the Raptors or not the Raptors, the Hornets uh, a couple of years down the line. So big trade interested to see how Rozier could boost things for Miami. Potentially uh, it was also worth noting before he was in the NBA uh, high school and college days, he was a big fan of uh, the heat. So fun to see him have a chance to play for that team. <laughs> Excuse me. Memphis Grizzlies. Um, the NBA did grant their $12.4 million disabled player exception um, filed due to John Morant's season-ending injury. They have until March, uh, mid-March, I think, to use that. Uh, Portland, going back to that loss in Oklahoma City against the Thunder, Portland has filed a protest with the league office uh, challenging the result of that loss, um, basically focusing on a timeout call made by Chauncey Billups. He wasn't given the timeout. And then the Trailblazers call, were called for a double dribble, double dribble. And so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, most all the time, those get, you know, waved off, uh, denied. Maybe it'll be, uh, you know, maybe that will be uh, held up. We'll have to see what happens. Some coaching news. Surprising a bit. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks fired head coach Adrian Griffin after a 30-13 and 13 start to the season, second place in the East, and they're reportedly planning to hire Doc Rivers to replace him. Nothing quite official yet, but a bit of a surprise on multiple parts. There was concerns with Milwaukee. I didn't think it was quite that bad yet, um, but Doc Rivers returning to the floor shakes up things for ESPN's um, projected broadcasting crew for the finals. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Tristan Thompson has been suspended 25 games without pay for violating the terms of the NBA's anti-drug program. So he'll be off the court for quite a while. For the Golden State Warriors, uh, they're going to be wearing a DM patch uh, for the remainder of the season in honor of Dejan Milijevic. Uh, they will also have that same mark on the sideline for the remainder of the season. You figured they would have some excuse me, some sort of um, honoring of of Milujevic. And so that's been announced. It's the the letters DM inside of a heart. So I think that's a a touching tribute to him. And then finally, just a reminder that the All-Star starters will be announced tomorrow on TNT at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So be sure you're watching out for that. Otherwise, we'll skip over game segments. We'll skip over weekly predictions for this week, and uh, we'll just wrap things up with our This Day in History fact for you. 
going back to 1956, January 24th of 1956, with the West defeating the East 108-94 to in the sixth All-Star game in Rochester, Bob Pettit of the St. Louis Hawks captured the first of his NBA record four All-Star game MVP awards, leading his team with 20 points and 24 rebounds. Bob Pettit, one of the underrated greats, one of the maybe the first great power forward um, in the NBA alongside maybe Dolph Shaves, but um, great player. And we'll go ahead and wrap things up with that. Again, thank you for listening and thank you for being patient with my voice. Again, it kind of came out of nowhere, but I'm hoping that by Friday I'll be mostly back up to speed, but definitely wanted to keep things short uh, so that I'm not risking further vocal and throat strain, if you will. But we'll leave it at that. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back with you on Friday. <laughs>